your favorite fat boys. Everybody's favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. the downtown ddt a.k.a. your next mayoral candidate. Oh, you run for mayor now? Yeah. There's going to be some big changes. What, what, what job you got for me? Oh, well, you can monitor the strippers. All right, now. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is your favorite fat boy's podcast. And we got a, this episode here is going to be a, um, oh, kind of what's going on update in the world of uh, Baltimore and the world of Baltimore, the world of Baltimore, <laughs> in Baltimore. And, you know, what's going around the, I guess the world period, got give you a Corona update, cicadas, they flying everywhere and annoying people, me, uh, violence and fellows point. And how well is Brandon Scott doing so far as a mayor of Baltimore City? Yeah, the current mayor, you know, things are happening. He's doing things. He's saying things. I'm going to discuss. Yes. So, when last time we did the episode? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been like, a, what, a month? Over a month? Yeah, over a month. So, let's get, I guess, any updates you want to give? Uh, let people want to know how you're doing. Because, you know, people are interested in you. Oh, are they? It's, well, your family is. <laughs> <laughs> Said the people who are interested in me and my family, they know what I'm doing. I'm fantastic. <laughs> so I'm doing well. I can't complain. Um, ain't nothing going on. No news is good news. Exactly. So that's how I'm gonna carry it. Got a new tattoo. If y'all can see it, I means I move my hand. So okay. All right. Enough of that. All right. So these cicadas, I can't stand them. They are aggressive as hell. They've been jumping me, attacking me every time they get a chance. Hey, they spent 17 years in the ground. Now they coming out. They horny as fuck. <laughs> you be aggressive too. You right. You right. If I was in the ground pent up for 17 years, I'd be aggressive as well. So Since Sexual repression equals aggression. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put that down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they just annoying as hell. Like, they, I, like I, I, I can tell you many times. I got hit in the back of my head by one. One of them flew in my shirt. Uh, hit my hand, hit my hit, flew in my back. One flew in my neck. I was like, getting a snowball one day, and thank God I didn't drop the snowball. And then you know they then they they, uh, they kamikaze into my windshield. So for all you folks on the West Coast and in other parts of the world who don't know what a cicada <coughs> is, it's like a locust with a sex problem. They don't get them on the West Coast. <laughs> no, huh? It's, it's the East Coast there. Only East Coast. It's the East Name Coast. Name the thing. South. Yeah. It's, yeah very few happen towards in the, the lower south of the United States. Yeah, it's damn, it's we, the East Coast thing. Okay. So they, they have they, 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 they go to sleep for 17 years. Yeah, so they lay the eggs and they just stayed in the ground for 17 years and then they emerge. Right. So it's fuck for three to four weeks. So how many weeks we have more left of the cicadas? It's though? like one more week. Yeah, from the time of this recording, it's like another week or so left. Okay. So y'all do y'all thing. I ain't mess with y'all. I'm not attacking y'all. I'm not even trying to kill y'all. But stop flying up and hitting me. 
I mean, I know why they attacked me. I didn't killed hundreds in my car driving <laughs> to and from work. I understand your vendetta. All you need once with a with a bomb again <laughs> to get I, you really good. I absolutely understand your vendetta. Oh boy, yeah, I know. In, in very populated areas with trees, they're real heavy there. So you know, out where I live, it's not that heavy. So no, nah, it's not. In, in Baltimore's in the deep in the city. Oh yeah, it's pain in the ass. See, number little clippings of wings everywhere because birds are feeding off of them. So. Oh yeah, it's a smorgasbord for all the animals who feed on insects. Yeah, they loving it because I've been finding dismember bodies and wings here and there, and I've been seeing I've seen the birds like swoop from tough on wires, fly down, and get them in midair. That's some real. That's some real National Geographic shit right there. That's how they do it. So, are there, are there any bugs that bother you at all? No. I mean, I got an issue with roaches, <laughs> but then again, I grew up with roaches, so <laughs> it kind of makes sense that I got an issue with them. Understandable. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for roaches. I think you know, you see roaches is a bad sign. If you see one, as many more coming around the corner. Most certainly. So they won't. So going back to cicadas. So. They won't be here for another 17 years. Then, so how, how old will we be? Like almost 50? Yeah, well, I mean, 17 years will be 54 the next Ooh. time they show up. Hope we still be doing the podcast and I'll be alive. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope we progress to something else in 17 years. Yeah, that's, good. that's, good. that's a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be doing a podcast for 17 years? <laughs> That just sounds sad. <laughs> well, you put it like that. <laughs> that just sounds sad. We we need to have better vision boards <laughs> and goals, <with> aspirations, <laughs> right? Fifty four. Do next episode of podcast. <laughs> oh boy! Next topic. Uh, violence in Fells Point. So, for those of you who live in Baltimore City, I'm sure you've seen on the news the clip of a woman getting a bias land tossed around, how you want to describe it, to the floor. And you know she was pretty much unconscious uh, when she hit the hit the pavement because the arm that little lazy thing. You know, like when somebody grab your arm and just flop back down. So it just ragged off? Yeah, right all, all the way. You know, now the things with the, uh, with the pandemic... I, I won't say it's coming to an end, but now that more things are opening up, more people going out, <coughs> excuse me, more people going to deal with places where you go out to drink, which is like Fells Point, Fed Hill, Mount Vernon, and they, you know, they, you, you, go, you go out for a good time, maybe too good of a time, and things tend to happen. I think my problem with this is how shocked people seem to be that it's happening. When I used to be a club hopper down at Fed Hill and you know, Fells Point, it was always a fight breaking out. That yeah. was just a common occurrence. That's how you knew the night was going grand. <laughs> the fuck? So to see the people so shocked about the violence, it's like, uh, yeah, this is a normal shit. And granted, it doesn't feel like normal because there was an entire, you know, 15 months of quarantine. Right. So shit wasn't going down. But now everybody, they out and they feeling rowdy. Yeah, I feel the same way you do. Uh, back in, back in my, my bar hopping days, going down to Fed Hill, Fells Point. That, that if you didn't see a fight and it, it wasn't a good, it, I won't say it was a, wasn't a good night per se, but it was just so common to see a fight break out somehow or another, either either a fight break out or the police were tossing somebody out of a bar because they were too rowdy, something like right. that. Right. So 
for them to be like, oh, not in our first point. Oh, not in Fed Hill. Yeah, oh. You know, they always like to glorify these areas like this shit wasn't a common thing right. for the longest time. Yeah, there's one bar owner. Um, they interviewed him on the, on the news and he wrote a letter to uh, Mayor Brandon Scott, you know, saying, describing the, uh, the, you know, the violence over the past few weeks and everything like that. And he, and he said that, you know, he's surprised that hasn't happened sooner. It, it just it's bound to happen regardless. It could happen. It happened last week. It happened this week. I think this in this week they had uh, more police presence. They had uh, nine officers down there, and then officers then they were like, "Oh, it's too many officers down here. I don't know if I feel safe or not." Hey, hey, hey! You see, we had a whole thing for a year about <coughs> protesting police brutality, where the police brutalized the protesters. So that it makes perfect sense when you see nine cops in the general vicinity to not feel safe. <laughs> You got cops. You got cops that were either when this was happening, either doing something or doing nothing. So, but in all in all, I mean, it's, it's just common, and I, I don't know. You you can't. I don't. I don't know. You can blame the. You can partially blame the pandemic for, for pent up frustration. You know, people right, want, right. people getting out. It's like oh, I'm, I'm getting. I'm a drink, and you drink one too many, and then the person, some reason, you want to fight. You know, dude A from across the bar, <laughs> for some odd reason. And, he was staring too hard. Right. Or, still, you know, some girl says something slipped to you, ain't like it, you buy a slammer. <laughs> you know, I spend most of my time in the club DDTing motherfuckers. <laughs> Power bombs all day. Do you think it's a remedy for the violence in, you know, in, the, in these areas? Sure. Take away the liquor. <laughs> you two for two today. You two for two. <laughs> <sighs> but how would it? But how do you gonna make money stuff? Take away that liquor. So you you want so you want to lower the violence in in a bar area? Take away the liquor. Ain't nobody fighting. Everybody just sad now. Just <laughs> <laughs> sad. Everybody get old dudes. So that's how the fuck that works. For everybody going out to the Felspoon area, tuck your head into your chest when, when you feel your body lift up. <laughs> Where's that coming from? <laughs> uppercut? <laughs> no, from you getting power slammed. <laughs> Tuck your head into your chest. You know, you going out, just, I would say, know your limit. Don't try to start nothing, won't be nothing. Know your capabilities. <laughs> that too. If you know you're going you know you to take on one nigga, don't try to take on three niggas. And if you're a start shit kind of guy, stay at home. <laughs> There you go. Stay your ass at home. Why nobody want to grow with me? Why nobody want to back me up? Because you the problem. <laughs> you the start shit, nigga. Oh, boy. But yeah, it's not. It's, the violence is not surprising. If you've been going to these areas for like the past 10 years, you're bound to see a fight. Right, yeah. Or being one. You, you been you been fighting down these areas? Oh, plenty. You got that plenty. You scoundrel. <laughs> you ruffian. <laughs> I'm a vagabond. <laughs> Oh boy! So I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know what else they want. They you know necessarily want in these areas. I think unless you want to take the liquor away. I know one one bar owner said that with the uh, he had he had to have uh, had guarded security, and that's costing money. And he said, of course, he's going to raise the, the prices of the drinks and stuff like that, and in order to pay his employees. Oh, that's more bullshit. He said, you know, and you know, it'd be a matter of time before you start charging uh, fourteen dollar miller drafts. <laughs> That's some old bullshit. How so? Because, you know, 
<laughs> it ain't costing him that much extra for no added security. I said, if you've been down in those areas, you see plenty of people got bouncers and security. It ain't costing them that much extra. And you got a place that's selling liquor, people buying liquor. Yeah. They're going to spend They gonna spend money on the liquor. So that's some old bullshit. So, uh, what's going on with the... Oh, so we have an update for Corona. The, the coronavirus. Well, where are we at now? Well, either... You believe that we beat it, or people just fucking tired of it. I'm going to go with you know, a little from column A, a little from column B. Mm-hmm. But more of the states are starting to open up because of the pretty good vaccine rollout under the Biden administration. <coughs> at this point in time, I believe it's 65% of American adults have had at least one shot. Okay. So, I mean, we want to be, he wanted to have 70% by July 4th, I me. Mean, it slowed down substantially, so now a lot of states are giving out incentives to try to get people to get vaccinated. That's what I got a problem with. <laughs> Should have held out. Yeah, um, they like one lady won. I think like they giving out cash prizes in one state, and mm-hmm. the woman won like I, I can't. I think I don't know. I think I don't think it was a million dollars. It might have been. It might have been a million. I think it was a million. They were for getting the vaccine. Where's my cut? My check for getting the vaccine. You were early adopter. <laughs> you don't get shit. They didn't. They didn't have to sell you on the idea. You were already part of the goddamn chorus. <laughs> oh man, I was so pissed when I learned about that. Then they like seeing one state saying they have like over like so much money in cat and in uh, prizes to give out. You get vaccinated, things like that. Yeah, because again. <laughs> The vaccination rates have slowed down substantially from that big push that we've had in the past few months. So now they just they're trying to bribe people to get it. People, if you haven't been vaccinated, get vaccinated. Even if you've already had coronavirus and you've recovered, still get vaccinated. Said so the vaccines have been shown to proven to be better at handling the variants than your own immune system. So get vaccinated. Please do. But I think that's such bullshit, especially in America. You we need an incentive to get the vaccine. We have such a huge disinformation problem because of the internet and social media that you got to do something to convince people. Because again, we've had a huge anti-vax movement in the past ten years. The anti-vaxxers, <laughs> straight uppercuts all day. So, and I think one state, might this might be the great state of Texas, they were giving out guns. I don't know if it was Texas. Uh, but it was one of the southern states. They were giving out, you know, uh, a hunting rifle, a pickup truck, <laughs> a truck. Yeah, pickup. Yeah, you can win a pickup truck. You can win a hunt uh, in a hunting rifle, and, a, and it was a, a free lifetime hunting license to get people to get vaccinated. The hunting license I can see being beneficial. The truck I think is overdose. The damn gun is overkill. Hey, the damn gun is America. <laughs> That is a clearly American prize. Yeah. Get vaccinated and we'll give you this free semi-automatic weapon. And so, With two rounds, if you're at now. So, and I believe Maryland, we have 70% of adults that are, have at least had one shot. Okay. So, Maryland's, well, I'll say most of the quote-unquote blue states are doing really well with vaccine rollout. these red states out here. They're doing very bad. <laughs> and so, the pandemic isn't over, people. Just, just to let you know, the pandemic is not over. And for all you motherfuckers who are refusing to get vaccinated, stop being a dumbass. Yeah, I've been seeing a couple people, because you know, 
uh, Governor Hogan put out that man, the, the lifted the the mask mandate, so you don't have to necessarily wear a mask. But businesses are, you know, they yeah, I believe that, that's for vaccinated folks. Based off the CDC, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. True. Yes. I'm still wearing mine, though. But the fact of the matter is, nobody's checking to see if you got vaccinated or not. So people can going, just lie. Yeah, they're going off, they're going off the honor system. Like, they, yeah, know. and we know people aren't honorable or honest. You what, You got your vaccine? Yeah. Sure do. What's the vaccine? So, yeah, just like Jerron said, I I still wear my mask when I go in. So it's not hurting anybody. Nah, I, I plan on wearing mine probably till probably the end of the year. More than likely. Yeah. And even when, I go, even when we go into 2022, I probably still be wearing it until I just feel until I feel comfortable with that, you know. And even or, if I'm not wearing it, I'm going to keep it in my pocket just in case I see you motherfuckers coughing. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let me get my mask out of my pocket. <laughs> Fucker. So, the stuff I'm going to say, you know, please get vaccinated. It, vaccines are safe. They put out this... I don't know why some somebody has to come out every week and say that you know the vaccines are safe. They don't have, they have, they don't have, they don't contain any part of the virus in the vaccine. And no, they do not have microchips in them. And no, they do not have uh, magnets in them. No, they don't magnetize. magnetize you. See, every week there's a new conspiracy for for the fucking vaccine because every time you disprove one, there got to be something else. Microchips, there's absolutely no way it can fucking work. Said magnetism. Said what is it? Raising the iron in your blood. It's the the conspiracy theories are getting increasingly dumber. They highly creative. I, whoever thought about the magnetism, you I will give you kudos for creative writing. But that's as far as it goes. God damn it! So yeah, get vaccinated so we can officially destroyed this disease like we've done with so many others once vaccinations was introduced into the population. Right, we almost there. Like, I, mean, within the, I, just, I think by the end of this year, if everybody gets vaccinated, we can be done with it. Yeah, I mean, and herd immunity doesn't, can't even start until at least 80% of the population is either vaccinated or has had the disease. So, right. yeah, get vaccinated. So, so I'm going to go back to movie theaters, ain't you? Don't you? Yeah, I did. I, I did like going to a movie, you know, like once or twice a month. Right, and, and me and stuff. I'm trying to, you know, do these. Uh, you know, the, we got to do a podcast adventure. We trying to do more so outside. So we need y'all to be vaccinated so we can do this and go to restaurants and stuff. Right. So get it together. <clears throat> so have you been following what? Uh, following Brandon Scott and his, you know, as uh, he's been married so far. About the only thing I know about Brandon Scott is that he hasn't really done much. I agree. That those those trees have not been shipped. The leaves are firmly in place. So I, I'm not quite sure what he's done to say if he's been doing well. I believe that he the well, did he he elected when the pandemic started, right? Or during the pandemic? Yeah, it was during the pandemic. During the pandemic. So he had Alana's plate dealing with the from from uh, Catherine Pugh to Jack Young, you know, then the pandemic and then new police commissioner, and then you got you got the pandemic going on. I know he was not the reception I got is that he was he's not very well liked. I mean, um, he talked a big game about yeah. what he was going to do, about the changes he was going to make, a fresh young face 
<coughs> in this public service office, but he hasn't really done much. No, but I think he, I, I think a lot. I think a lot has to do with his hands just being tied to a certain extent. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I, I can't give it all to the pandemic because some people can get some done. They get stuff done. There should be some policy rollout. Something. Mm. Think about the only thing that he has going on is there's people are not really happy with him about his slow movement towards police reform. Like his his newest police budget adds twenty eight million to increase to their budget. God, You're not really doing much with police reform if you just giving them more money. So yeah, that's about the only thing <coughs> that that he's really shaking people on. So anything else, I'm I couldn't really find anything, and yeah. I don't I haven't heard much. I, I watched a couple of his uh, uh, press conferences, and the res, you know, and the responses from. Well, I've seen on the news and read the articles, things like that. And like I said, like the biggest thing is that a lot of people aren't happy with him. And the complete reform is one thing, but the the bar owners, restaurant owners, and how he's handled the pandemic, like he's he's even so strict. I am absolutely okay with that. For him to be strict about you know mass mandates and keeping public public, public safety, you know, yeah, public safety at a high public safety and public health at a high order. I'm fine with that. You know, I'm sure businesses are going to be hurt because of that, but you don't want to continue spreading a deadly communicable disease around. So I am absolutely okay with people being pissed <coughs> off with him about that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, 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 I feel the same way you do. Like he's he's, he's being stripped for a reason. It's not because he's like trying to. He wants y'all to lose money and fire your employees and things like that. And and, and um, I guess the the. the the last result would be um, closing the business now because you don't have enough, you know, business flowing through. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't want that. So, um, however, you know, he has. They have gotten money, like the relief money and everything like that. And some people said they haven't gotten it down. Yeah, I mean, because part of that was a failure of the last administration to okay. put something in place for you know those PPP loans and all of those other relief packages that they were supposed to be putting in place so that these businesses could stay closed. Right. So yeah, part of that problem—it's not even a his problem; it's a last administration problem that they're still trying to work out. So how do so how do they know who was get that money done? It's just, it's just well, the problem with this is that up. like for those loans, people applied for, but most of those loans got. Picked up by big businesses. Oh, okay. You know, million dollar, multi million dollar businesses took all of that damn money. And so the small businesses who were supposed to be getting that money never got it. Well, that sucks. Yeah. And on like both rounds of that. Mm. So again, again, that was a problem with the last administration. And then also, too, you got people uh, defrauding those who who, are, who should qualify for PPP loans, but they're saying they have a business, but then they're taking the money and then. You know, spending on other, other bullshit like... Yeah, I mean, that that has happened, but not <clears throat> to a great extent that it was really affecting things. The biggest thing that was affecting it was huge businesses that were taking PPP loans from small businesses. Mm. Always got to be the big business to fucking up the little guy. Yeah, because again, the last administration decided not to put any oversight into this, into that situation. Because no. uh, everybody was just going to be fair about it. Because <laughs> again, just like... You know the mass man, the, the new mass mandates. We are, it's on the honor system, and people are so honorable and trustworthy. I, I, I just, so as far as you know, Brandon Scott goes as man. You know, with that portion, I can completely understand it. You want to keep public health at the forefront. 
even at the expense of some businesses, even though the larger scheme should have been that last administration should have handled that way better. But as far as any other policies go, I don't know what the hell they are. Hasn't been real clear about that. <clears throat> he seems to be doing a lot of more so ducking and I won't say ducking and dodging, but like I guess you call it ducking and dodging. <laughs> right. He's they 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 he he's been sending like um invites and offers to come to like town hall meetings. He doesn't show up. His excuses why I had something prior prior priorly prior scheduled beforehand. So I had a you know I had a commitment. I had to make sure I attended this meeting. But he said he, you know he's like I'm always sending somebody of my administration to those events, and then we you know communicate things like that. But I mean, I think everybody wants to see the mayor and they want to see him do something. Yeah, I think he. Again, maybe he is doing a lot of things, but he definitely has a messaging problem because yeah. nobody knows what the hell his message is. Yeah, it's, it's, right now it's lost in the sauce, and I understand it's a lot on his plate, but say something, you know. You, he wanted the job. Exactly. You got the job now, so, you know, everybody's looking for you for, you know, leadership and guidance because there's a lot going on with the pandemic, the, the school system. Police reform. Peace reform. Uh I was, and also too, with all, we had like a lot of heavy rain recently. So, what's that? Parent Parkway? Parent, um, what's it? Heron Road? I can't think of it, but it's Parent, it's a, it's um on Parent Parkway, it's a dip by Morgan State that floods all the time now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people complain about, you know, because they get, a lot of people get stuck. And like a couple years ago, it, flood, it flooded, a bus got stuck. So, those type of things, you know, we, you know, he, people are looking for. Well, yeah, America has a major infrastructure problem that needs to be addressed, but that, that, that's, that's a whole topic. Different, different episode. <laughs> yeah. So, people are looking for some kind of, some kind of change somewhere. Again, like I said, he has a messaging problem because nobody knows what the hell his message is and he is not doing a good job of getting it out there. So, hopefully, get better with that. But I mean, I, I, I voted for him because I, I wanted to see some new changes. New ideas, you know, not the same old thing. For it's the, just the, not happening, though. It's not happening anytime. <laughs> it's not happening anytime soon. Am I surprised? Not really, because you know, politicians say whatever to get in the office. So yeah, like I said, he he was running on a platform of change and a lot of great ideas that don't seem to be getting implemented. Since we're on the topic of uh, politicians, wait, how, what do you think of the job that uh, Joe Biden is doing so far? His biggest thing that he needed to deal with was the pandemic, and they have been handling handling that soundly. Mm-hmm. So, based off of that, I would say he's doing well. And the fact that they got relief packages passed, and in the hands of the people who needed it. Right. So, now, if Congress and would do their fucking job... And- <coughs> And continue to push a more progressive agenda. I would say he he'll he, he'll do fine. He's currently doing fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have I don't have a shit ton of complaints. I have some, but they're not loud enough that it drowns out everything else. Right, right. So again, I I would say he's doing fine so far. Yeah, I think he sounded the, the pandemic very well. Right. Uh, he had a plan. He had a plan. He got it out. He had the vaccines out. And, you know, in, in the best way he could. You know, Trump was just very slow to everything. So, slow, non-existent. It's pretty much. So, and Biden actually has professionals handling the messaging and handling how these things progress, right. as opposed to Trump. Like, you know what? I just get my friends to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's all I have to say. Well, you know, he's doing fine so far. We'll see how fine it is, you know, later down the line. Right. 
One, one, one last question I got for you. With all that's been going on with the violence against the uh, AAPI community, yeah. and they recently passed a bill to protect the AI, AAPI people, do you feel like that, you know, why was that so sudden to, to happen versus anything against but in, in, you know, black people pretty much? There are laws in place for racial discrimination and violence against black people. There are already laws in place. Mm-hmm. There was not a lot of laws in place for the Asian American community. And Asian American hate crimes have been on the rise since the last year for reasons. We definitely know what those reasons are. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Someone's saying that it came from the virus came from China. The Chinese flu. So yeah, there are definitely reasons for that. So that all, all they've done is put an extension onto the bills that have already been in place for against you know hate crimes against other minority groups. So it's not like it's something rapid. Oh, they're treating Asians better. All they've done was made some addendums that's to what, include them into these things. That's what I figured. I was hearing a lot of noise of they, you know, they pass these bills for these Asian people, but they're not passing the laws for black people. And I'm like, but I'm sure that I'm thinking to myself, I'm sure there are a lot of black people. They they're definitely are. Not, not just black people, but I think just across the board of, I guess, any race. And as far as, you know, race goes, well, the Chinese were the first, you know, race where they were mentioned in laws, you know, for discrimination, the Chinese Exclusion Act, where mm-hmm. they were singling out people from China from coming into America. So again, they're not just history fact. <laughs> they're not just treating you know you know treating them better than blacks. There's a, there's a lot of laws on the books for blacks. Whether or not people follow them is a different story. So all they've done is added some addendums to include them because of the rise in hate crimes against them for reasons. So what are, are what's happening to black people with like the the police brutality? That's not looked at as a hate crime, then, or is because it? they're agents of the state. Ah, I mean, we we know there's racism and you know <laughs> racism and the discrimination by the police towards black people, but the police are agents of the state, so those aren't looked at as hate crimes. There you go. Okay, makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Then it's like you can't call it a hate crime because they're agents of the state. Yeah, they are the they're law. Not right? I don't agree with it. <laughs> okay, and you shouldn't. <laughs> but, but yeah, it makes sense. It's like it's that loophole to cover yeah. it, to cover them. Well, tune in next week when we have another history lesson with Stefan. <laughs> I like to inform and educate. So uh, again, I think think that covers everything. Yeah, this like I said, this episode was just a matter of you know what's going on, like you know what's going on, what's going on. Yeah, no, okay, let's not do that. No, no, okay. <laughs> you know, just you know, kind of cover a couple of little topics and show our face and you know, people hear our voices again because we you know we out and about we doing things, trying some things, some new things, so. <clears throat> we we here more coming soon yes all right so that's the show as always you can check us out on youtube soundcloud spotify google podcast itunes and apple podcast too well yeah yeah itunes did turn into apple podcast yeah i keep getting a bunch of emails from them so apple podcast <laughs> also and don't forget to subscribe like and share the uh, youtube page and check out the videos we have up there as well All right, that's the show. Peace out. Peace.